What's up, everybody? This is the Hodgepodge Nothing's Podcast, and I am your host, David Korb. Oh, man, guys, great win last night. Uh, it was good to see them come back the way they did because it was it was rough. The first, like, what, five innings, I believe? It, uh, six, yeah, to the sixth. That was tough to watch, and then finally they slowly but surely came back to win it. But let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, the beginning of the game, Hedges with the interference on Ruiz. Uh, I was sitting there, and I'm like, good Lord, man. To start the game, you've already – the one guy you don't want to put on base gets on base because of catcher's interference. I was just like, this is this is not good. And then, of, of course, he's still second, and, and we're off, right? And it's just like, man, Oviedo had a clock violation. That first inning was just rough all around. Um, and then, of course, we scores uh, – then the Pirates get two on and just couldn't cash in. It was, it was, it was, it was happening every. It seemed like every inning or every other inning, uh, the Pirates were getting players on base, walks. Uh, Kutch and Joe both walked, and we just couldn't get them in. And then it happened again and again. Uh, Alviedo, he just didn't have his stuff really at first. He he was. I saw that stat. Like it was something like in the in the first inning, his ERA is like a twelve. And then it, it, after the first inning, it's like 10 times better. Uh, and he, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, hitting batters, he's ahead in the count one, two, but his slider wasn't great. Just not that great. Didn't really have his stuff, good control at all. Couldn't find his release point. And then he settled down and, and got better as time went on, which is usual with him. Um, that double play by Santana was awesome uh, to get out of that inning. Uh, the line drive, then, then uh, doubling off the guy on third, that was, that was awesome. Um, Austin Hedges, even after the catch interference, he was up with, with two on, swung at a pitch that wasn't even in the same stratosphere of the strike zone. I'm tired now. By that time frame with Hedges, I was screaming for them to call Benny Rodriguez. I was, I was over it, man, with Hedges uh, at the beginning of the game last night. Uh the Joe hit because Peterson, uh, for the A's, for some reason, tried to, like, jump at the ball whenever it hit the palm of his glove. I don't know why he did that, but it helped us. Uh, helped to score a run because of it. Um, and that chased Sears off the mound, which, I mean, it was, that was just strange in general with that guy, too. Like, 60 pitches in two innings, and we just couldn't put a damn run. We couldn't get a hit off him. It was until until then. I that was mind numbing to say the least. I was just like, "What the hell is going on here?" This guy, he doesn't have great control, but we can't hit him. It was just so annoying. The Castro strikeout with the bases loaded was was rough too. Uh, I, I believe he got a hit. If I remember, I saw him get a hit later on in the game. Uh, yeah, that's right, he did. Um, but man, at first Castro was killing me. Man, that strikeout with the bases loaded—that was when you really were hoping Castro would come through, um, but didn't. Um, then Bay the catch at the wall. That was that was an awesome catch by by Bay. Um, you know, early in the season there was a lot of issues with Bay and his defense in center field, and, and it seems like he started to you know really uh, catch it, uh, get on stride there out there with that. So um, he had a nice uh, drop step and a right angle on the ball. Just not an easy catch to make, uh, but he made it and then crashed into the wall. Uh, just just a really great catch by him. Um, Hayes with another hit was good to see Hayes and that toe tap, man. It, it has helped that kid tremendously. His batting average is still sitting at 242 
Uh, but man, just just a game changer that now they introduced to Tap Hayes. Um, I, I think he's got a hit now in four games straight, I think, a four-game hitting streak, I think, maybe even five. Not quite sure on that. Uh, the Hedges walk on four straight pitches um, in the sixth. That was when Hedges started turning things around for me with him, and I wasn't starting to be as mad at him as I was earlier in the game. Uh, I also thought it was hilarious uh, when the bases were loaded and Kutch was on a 3-0 count, and he literally turned – towards the third base coach and towards the down asked if he could get the green light. I was dying laughing. I was just like, oh, my God, he's literally out loud saying, do I get the green light to swing? Uh, and then Reynolds walking right after him. Those were two absolutely professional at-bats. You will not see a better at-bat than what you saw from Kutch and Reynolds to get those walks. I mean, other than a hit, you know, I, that was just – that was so damn impressive. Um, then the next thing that happened, uh, the, the the Sawinski fly ball to Seth Brown, and I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting to see the throw home, and Brown throws it to third, and I'm just sitting there like, why is that – what is he doing? And just allowed Austin Hedges to tag up and score – uh, I couldn't believe it. I I was just like, did he really just go to third instead of trying to go home with Austin Hedges on third? Now, mind you, they got Kutch at third, but Kutch waited till you know he was gonna get a rundown or wait until he saw Hedges definitely scored, and then he gave himself up because he was gonna get tagged out, but he was able to stay alive long enough that Hedges scored, and that's why it didn't make any sense. Like, okay, you, you can throw to third and get get cut out but by the time the ball gets there hedges is scoring so it, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense if i was an ace fan i would have lost my damn mind i i, I don't know but i helped the pirates so it was a good thing um when oviedo got out of the seventh and he was screaming he was so pumped up after he struck out nota dude i'm so here for that i love when players show that emotion they get fired up i think the other players feed off that energy uh, you know, it's the reason why I love the World Baseball Classic. I, I love emotion in the game, you know, and that's why I like the World Baseball Classic because to me it's like a, a celebration of baseball because there's so much emotion in it. And it was good to see that from Oviedo. I mean, it was good to see that kid come back, fight like he did last night where he didn't have his stuff to begin. And then, man, just to see him all pumped up, it had me pumped up. I can't even imagine how much I had the dugout pumped up. Uh, I'm just going to be straight up. It's just stringy sucked last night, period. I, I, he was just horrendous. Um, luckily, uh, Perdomo came in there and put the fire out. But Jastrini just, I I don't know why Shelton went to him. Uh, you know, I'm thinking you got Ramirez, Hernandez, or Perdomo. I mean, Perdomo looked like he was ready for that moment. Uh, but Jastrini, I mean, he just, he struggled really bad his last game. He was out there with control and giving up hits. And in that moment, I, I would not have went to him. And I know that part of the bullpen's kind of taxed, uh, so I, I I understand it's not an easy decision. Um, but yeah, I you're playing matchups too, and and I so I, I, I understand that standpoint as well uh, for Shelton. I, I just I don't know, man. Zestrino was just not the guy I would go to. I, I know that uh, Marina probably had pitched. It was on his like third or fourth night pitching, so I, I, I that was who I would went to. But at the same time, if it's his third or fourth day, that he's already pitched, then yeah, it makes sense to rest him. So. 
that's the only thing that, that sucks with that. Um, but hey, luckily Perdomo came in after and put the fire out. Um, Austin Hedges, man, came up big with that single to put Bay at third. And then Kutch, of course, gets the sack fly to score Bay. But Hedges, that was that was a huge single by him. Um, but to get Bay to third, just just like I said, Hedges really really changed how I felt about him as the game went on. Uh, and then it just got even better with Hedges. I mean, throwing out Ruiz like he did, you know, that's not easy. Ruiz is the fastest runner in, in baseball, the most stolen bases. If you're going to throw him out, you have to throw an absolute dot to second base. And that's what he did. Um, the throw home too. He made sure he blocked that ball, kept it in front of him. It just Hedges really, just really came through big for the Pirates last night to win that game at the end. He really did. Um, Holderman was shaky with the with you know getting up the ground rule double to Noda and then the single to Rooker. All this was after the throw out of Reese. Um, but but hey, you know what? He gets the fly out, the shallow fly out, and then the strikeout ended. So hey, he 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 got through it and he got the save. Um, my least valuable player, it, it's got to be Zestrini. I'm sorry. Like, the, the guy comes in, young at .1 innings. I gave up a hit, an earned run, two walks. His ERA is up to 5.73 now. He's just not the guy, man. He just, he really isn't the guy. Um, my MVP, you know what? I went ahead, you know, I've been on his case a lot. But you know what? Last night, I'm going to give the MVP to Hedges. And then, look, I could easily go with some other people, but the single to get Bay to third, the block in the ball to keep it in front of him, throwing Ruiz out whenever you get him on second with no outs, that's almost a guaranteed run. So I, I really decided that I'm going to give most valuable player for last night to Hedges. He really, at first, started off really bad, you know, for me, with, with, with twice striking out with runners in scoring position, I believe. But, oh, but, and the catcher's interference too. But, man, he really, he really turned it around at the end to come up big for them. And that's really all you could ask for. Um, all right. I guess I'll go ahead and do around the division. Um, the pirates are now in first place, which is awesome. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up for you. As soon as I get this thing working. Uh, standings. Okay. All right. As you know, the pirates are 32 and 27 half game behind them is Milwaukee. They're on their last 10, they're 5-5, five and five. lost their last game, as you know, last night. The run differential is a minus 21. I've been waiting for the bottom to fall out with, with Milwaukee and them get on a losing streak here because that run differential is not good. Um, behind them, Cincinnati at 27-33. and 33. Uh, They're five games back of the Pirates. Uh, they won their last game. They're currently 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. Their run differential is even worse than Milwaukee. It's minus 33. Then uh, Chicago is next, 26 and 33. They're six games back of the Pirates. They're four and six in their last 10 games, and they lost their last game. The run differential is plus one. And then St. Louis, man, they're still in the basement. God, I love saying that. They're 25 and 36. They're eight games back of the Pirates. They are three and seven in their last 10. They've lost their last four games, and their run differential is actually plus two. Um, so, yeah, just. Absolutely awesome to uh, see that the Cardinals are struggling as bad as they are and that the Pirates are back in first place. But, um, all right, I'm going to go ahead and get into the pregame uh, for tonight. It's the 7.05 game. Uh, it's going to be Mitch Keller. Uh, he's going to be taking on uh, Caprilin for them. 
for James Freeland, and 10 games, he's 0-6 with an 8-12 ERA, 37.2 innings pitch, 38 strikeouts, uh, and a 1-8-1 whip. Wow, my man is struggling. Uh, he's a righty, um, having a horrible season. Good Lord, uh, that's that's bad. Uh, whip, high, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of walks and hits he's giving up. ERA, a lot of giving up a lot of runs. Uh, he does have more Ks than than innings pitched, though, so his K rate's pretty good. Um, man, 0 and 6 to, that's against Keller. Uh, so if you're ready to hear Keller's stats, uh, Mitch Keller in 12 games is 7 and 1 with a 3.25 ERA, 74.2 innings pitched, 93 strikeouts, and then a 1.08 WHIP. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball. Uh, man, after I just gave you Capriland stats, I mean, this is two players going two opposite ways with their season and how they're doing this season. Uh, wow. Um, so, I look, I fully expect if there was a game the Pirates should win, I would expect them to win this game tonight and win the series. Um, so they're facing a righty, so you know that means that uh, you're definitely going to see Bay out there. I think now they're playing Bay, whether it's a lefty or a righty, they're, they're going to start him. Uh, he's proving to show that, that he can he can get hits and, and have an impact either way. Uh, Castro, you may see him sit. I don't know. Maybe they play him. Maybe they won't. Marcano hopefully gets the start, I'd like to think, um, over uh, any of these other guys they've recently brought up, um, like Matthias. So I, I, I doubt we'll see him. We should see Marcano tomorrow. Um, or tonight, I'm sorry. So, yeah, uh, probably maybe we'll see – Delay today? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's another night game. So, but I would. I would think that that maybe we see delay, but you never know. But I'd look, this would be a game the Pirates should absolutely put up some runs. Mitch Keller should hopefully do what he's been doing. Now Keller's been off off and on the last couple games. Um, still high K rate though, uh, hitting eight Ks or more usually. But I don't know. I did. This is when I look at those stats, man. Good lord with Capriland. I would like to think that this is a game the Pirates take the series uh, right off the bat tonight. But, all right, guys, that's all I got. Um, if you're enjoying the podcast, I look, you subscribe to it. I'd really appreciate it. I'd appreciate it 10 times more if you did it through uh, Spotify. If you can't, it's okay. I understand. Uh, don't forget, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with David Beer for SteelersSanctuary.com. So, for you Steelers fans, like subscribe to that as well. We're also on YouTube trying to get enough subscribers so we can go live on there as well. But uh, that's all I got, guys. Take care. I'm out.